It's Randalicious. Welcome to the SEO Rant. My name is Morty Oberstein. You might know me as SEMrush, as head of communications, but this is not an official SEMrush publication. This is unofficial Morty magic, Morty mania, however you want to think about this. Today's guest is a very special guest. He is the VP of community over at Content King, which by the way, if you're not reading their content, they are literally content kings. Their content is awesome. He is Steven Van Vessem. How are you, man? Pretty good. Pretty good. Thanks for the intro. That may be the best one uh, I've gotten yet. There's so much crap content out there. So much crap. Everything you guys put out is really nice. I mean, it's serious ultimate guide to whatever it is. And it's really an actual ultimate guide to whatever it is. (laughs) Not like we just threw the title in there. I'm glad to hear that we're fulfilling the the promises uh, we're, we're making. It's uh yeah, it, it's, it's much uh, needed in the community. I think. much needed, yeah. And we we put in a lot of effort um, into researching the pieces and look at it from different angles. Try to make every piece uh, unique. But yeah, glad, glad to hear you uh, you like oh, it. A and million it's, percent. Uh, it's very refreshing. Cool man. Yeah. So on on that. On some refreshing content. Here's some refreshing mm-hmm. content for you. Not refreshing your content. Well, let me let me let me steer into that the right way. SEOs, as you mentioned, we we were discussing the um the topic for today, often are moving on to the next big thing as opposed to retaining what they currently have. Exactly. So today we're talking about retaining what you currently have from an SEO point of view. And the mic mm-hmm. is yours, Stephen. Go for it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I, I totally forgot. Um, you have a promo for us, which I should have gotten to. Yeah, yeah, we sure do. So we've got an exclusive offer for the podcast listeners. Uh, it's an extended trial for Contacting so they can get a feel for what the, all this SEO monitoring and alerting business is all about. Um, they can find it at contactingapp.com slash SEO rant, and it'll automatically apply the extended trial. Awesome. Okay. Now the mic is yours. Thank you very much. So I see a lot of SEOs chase the the next big thing in SEO, shiny new uh, schema implementations, uh, core web vitals, and so on. And uh, just to be clear, I'm not saying those are not important, uh, but there's an order to which you need to prioritize your, your tasks. Um, uh, and your processes, uh, processes. So I see a lot of people uh, basically going after those, those new cool things, which granted are, they're very cool. Uh, they're exciting. Everyone's talking about them, but in most cases, they're not gonna be what's gonna move the needle today for you. Uh, so they're in a way, they're kind of a distraction from the stuff that will move the needle. Uh, either forward or backward. Um, and when we're talking about uh, the, the needle moving backwards, we see a lot of people that aren't really taking great character sight. Uh, so um, uh, content refreshes just aren't happening. But also it's like there's uh, uh, technical issues creeping up uh, in their sites. Um, uh, rogue, metarobots, no index tags, or even worse, uh, the uh, uh, X-Robots tag header, that's much harder to spot. Um, uh, canonical issues, hreflang issues, broken links, you name it. Like, you've got to keep a clean house 
um, and then move on to uh, the, the the shiny new things to make sure that your uh, you're kind of like uh, uh, your site's future proof. Um, and yeah, you need to look for that balance. And I think in a lot of cases, uh, people are focusing on the wrong things, uh, meaning that they're, they're working really hard, putting on a lot of time and effort, um, but they're not getting the results they, they ought to have. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's SEOs are really good. We're really good at getting caught up in whatever the latest, greatest thing is. I, I, like, <laughs> yeah. So while we're recording this, we're in the middle or the tail end of the, the June 2021 core update. So every, yeah. everyone's freaking out, going crazy about, and and it, yeah, you theoretically could be in big trouble or have gotten a big gain from it. You might not have been impacted at all, right? Mm -hmm. And it exactly. just becomes the absolute conversation about everything, even though like it may not be the a, the biggest deal. Mm -hmm. But yeah, exactly. we we love getting hung up on these things. Um, all right, so okay, so you. You, you have all these things going on. You have like core web vitals, or you have like, you know, more rich results, or you have a, an update going on. How do you sort of balance all that? Because those things are really important, right? Core web vitals are seriously important. Forget from the SEO point mm -hmm. of view, which it is really sure, important. From sure. the user point of view, it's really important. Like something like CLS. Like mm -hmm. that sucks. You can actually, you can actually screw people yep. over if you're, if you're shifting buttons around and they, they click on the wrong thing. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, it is very important and it all comes down to priority. Um, so say you have um, uh, a ton of no-index uh, uh, directives uh, in your site that you need to clean up uh, versus uh, improving your CLS scores. Right. Like, what are you going to work on? Oh, CLS, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But do you want your salary to be paid at the end of the month? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but on Twitter, everybody's talking about CLS. No one's talking exactly. about no window. That's true. And that's the thing, Morty. Um, like everyone knows um, MetaRobots directives, uh, canonicals, et cetera, et cetera. They're not sexy, but they hurt sites. They can make or break uh, a site's SEO performance, uh, despite being non-sexy and being around for ages. Um, and that's why we always, uh, uh, like also in our, our Academy articles, we focus on helping people get their, their basics right and then helping them move towards the next goal. Um, and, and if I had to choose between fixing crawling and indexing issues um, and improving my, my core web vital score, I would definitely focus on the crawling and indexing issues, yeah. uh, making sure that those are fixed and keeping uh, an eye on that all the time to make sure they're um, not changing. Uh, when your colleagues may be pushing updates or the content team thinks, oh, hey, uh, we're gonna know index these, uh, these pages because they're, yeah, they're, they're probably not that important. Um, and they end up being your, <laughs> like spearheading your SEO strategy. You know? right, right. So you need to keep an eye on that 24 seven um, and, and yeah, be, beyond the, the lookout for SEO uh, issues and changes. How much do you think um, of this problem is about SEO being, well, a lot of SEOs relating to SEO is being a very quick win sort of thing versus, you know, digging in to long hauls, nitty gritty, it's slow work, it's hard work, it's not very sexy work, even from a content perspective, right? Yeah, I'm going to get a 10x, you know, blog post out there, drive a ton of search to my so a ton of traffic to my um, to my to my site through search, as opposed to a long series of very focused, very good content and driving up traffic over time as Google gains an identity or understands the identity of your site over time. 
how much of this problem do you see it as okay seos are very focused on like very quick wins or moderately quick wins versus seos not being very happy with slow long-term growth um that's a good question um and i i think the answer is it depends real seos answer <laughs> so thing is like if you're um um, if you think of that, uh, of it, uh, from like a, a management or, or a leadership perspective, like obviously they want to see fast growth. Uh, so they will be pushing for, for that. Hockey stick um, charts, hockey stick charts for everybody, yeah, everyone. Yeah. The, the traffic boners, uh, on Twitter right. from Google analytics, Google search console, uh, <laughs> obviously without context, because right. yeah, yeah. if you add context, it's, uh, yeah, everyone ne will see it's not really happening. <laughs> Never a second to add context. Not nuance, yeah. please. Yeah. <laughs> Just hot takes. So, um, I, I, like if you look at SEO, uh, SEO strategies, uh, I think you should always be aiming for uh, creating a sustainable strategy, um, um, implementing a strategy that will still work in a couple of years time. And obviously in the meantime, you got to refine the strategy. Um, and as new data rolls in, you get new ideas, the market changes, the landscape, um, like Google's landscape changes as well. You need to refine that. But I think the, like the core of the strategy um, doesn't have to change. Um, so, and if you do that well, like um, initially your, uh, your growth may be slow, but over time it'll accelerate. Like if you look at HubSpot's content strategy, for instance, like they started out with nothing as well. And they did great. They do millions of, of visitors organic uh, a month. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, everyone starts small. Uh, yep. You got to get the basics right and, and and continue from there. No, that's a really good point. The, the core, <clears throat> the core, either from the technical side or for, even from the content side, it's not, it's not that varying, right? It's let's say from the content side, it's creating really good, really qualitative content. Okay, so mm -hmm. yes, that can evolve, or Google's understanding of that can evolve, and it can change, and it, it can get more nuanced. But fundamentally speaking. It's not any different now than it was last year and the year before and the, and the year before that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, and I think we, because the industry is rapidly changing, although I don't think it's as rapidly changing as people think it is. I think people get stuck on, okay, so everything is changing. Everything, nothing is stable. And uh, just like, okay, now I got to do this. Now I got to jump onto this thing. Now I got to do that thing. If not, I won't be successful where it's really, it's just a slow grind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. And at the end of the day, like search engines, like people have questions that need to be answered. Search engines will try to answer those questions uh, to the best of their abilities. Um, and you may be able to answer those questions. So you gotta make sure that search engines can discover the content, they can call it, they can index it and like make sense of it and understand that they should be ranking you uh, above anyone else basically, that you are the best answer to the query. So you see tons and tons and tons of, of sites. I'm curious. I, don't, I know you can't name names, obviously, but um, not that I want you to. That doesn't matter. But what are some of the very common mistakes that you see being made out there that maybe people don't really think are problems that are actually problems? Mm -hmm. So uh, we see a lot of um, um, releases going wrong. So for instance, you prep an update and staging, you push it to production and hope. Um, the the metal robots no index moves over from staging to production. 
Um, right, right. Yeah, that's just one flavor. The other one is uh, a Robostex disallowed slash moves over from staging to production. So for instance, there, we always advise people to use uh, HTTP auth uh, to make sure people uh, and surgeons can't access staging environments. Uh, it's a much better solution. Uh, and just do proper testing once uh, you, you publish it to production. So a lot of people make changes in kind of like a hold my beer kind of way. So it's Friday afternoon. They want to get the all of it's this stuff done. It's always a Friday afternoon. It's always a Friday <laughs> afternoon. So they they publish uh, uh, or do release, and they crack open a beer and and lean back. Um, and that's uh, yeah, that's tricky. Um, and if you don't have Contact King, you won't know about it. Um, like until well, you get back in the office, if you're lucky. Um, if you do, like we'll notify you right away. Um, uh, yeah, but it's Saturday, so you're not looking. Well. What if you get an alert saying Ooh. that your entire site is uh, non-indexable? <laughs> like, has been <laughs> will you wait until Monday to to get it fixed? Uh, and and the fix is usually pretty easy. So uh, that's the thing. And um, interestingly, uh, and you know this, Morty. Yesterday, the internet was pretty broken. Even Ooh, Twitter, yeah. was like it it wasn't working properly. Reddit was down. Hulu was down. CNN, New York Times, everyone was having issues. Um, Spotify, and, right? Spotify too, yeah, and Content King went berserk at around. Oh, I never uh, thought of that. That must have been crazy. Yeah, it was. Like we sent out a bunch of alerts to our customers saying, "Hey, these pages used to work fine, and now they're um, uh, returning server errors. Uh, so something's up." Uh, and people were asking, "It's like, hey, is it, yeah, are these false positives?" Because yeah, like right, it seems too the, crazy. The internet doesn't break everything. It can't be <laughs> everything. Yeah, and we were like, no, this is no, real. it's everything. Like, go check your site. <laughs> the whole inter internet is broken. And we were actually the first to report uh, about this, even before Fastly did. Uh, so that's that's really, really cool. So I'm very proud of the, the team and, and all that we've achieved. Um, and that's really where the, the strength of um, like real-time SEO monitoring and SEO alerts uh, come in. So let me ask you a question. Are there sites that this is way more pertinent for than other kinds of sites? Like maybe a new site versus let's say your typical I don't know, uh, blog site. Or I would say if your organic traffic is important to the future of your business, uh, you got to be monitoring it. <laughs> so if you're just getting out started, like if you and I start a personal blog and we're just going to be writing stuff that we like, posting photos of family retreats, whatever. Are we like, doing it's this? It's not really. Yeah, maybe. maybe. So, <laughs> okay. Morty and Steve. <laughs> Morty and Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so like organic traffic wouldn't really matter to us. Right. right. Uh, but if we were to say, uh, start uh, an e-com store um, uh, selling, I don't know, uh, secondhand Tesla's, whatever. Um, and we're starting to do really well. Um, yeah, that's something you want to protect. Like if anything's up, you want to make sure that you know about it and that you can jump in and, and fix it quickly. So if, if um, organic traffic is important to your business, you've got to be monitoring at 20%. Yep. It's, it's, it's so, by the way, good point. There are websites that are not about traffic. I know that sounds insane <laughs> to SEO. It's like, yeah, I yeah. just like throw up a website so my family can see pictures of my babies. But yeah. most, most websites are not that. Most websites are trying to get traffic. Um, and I'll, I'll say this to anybody who's listening. I don't think it's my audience at all. But I have seen when I used to work at, at Wix, there were a lot of 
folks who who didn't understand the importance of organic traffic to your to their business. They just like it wasn't part of their thought process. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're not thinking about SEO, the the amount of potential you're losing by not focusing on organic traffic is insane. Because if you do it right mm -hmm. and you target what you want to target, and you're very specific about what you're trying to do. Assuming you're not a giant website who's already got a ton of um, clout, which in which case you would already be doing SEO. So I'm not talking to you. The, mm -hmm. The, um, the ability to create a, a carve out a niche for yourself and get some organic traffic, it's, yeah, it takes a lot of time, but it's, it's a tremendous source of potential traffic and, and revenue. People don't mm -hmm. appreciate. And if you are an SEO, and now I'm a little bit ranting, if you are an SEO and you, what I'm saying is completely obvious to you, you need to realize that that's not completely obvious to a lot of your clients or potential mm -hmm. clients. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's actually, you're touching on a good point there. Uh, like some stuff that may be obvious to you and me are very interesting to other people because um, maybe they don't know, or maybe um, once you write it or you say it and they, they start to think about it, it's like, oh, hey, this is, this is good. Um, and I have this all the time. So for instance, when I'm writing more technical pieces, I talk about it with developers uh, or people with a more technical background than I do. Um, and they will like, we'll, we'll go through what I've written. And then they say, hey, Steve, can you LE5 this to me? It's like, how does this work? Uh, like fundamentally. And I'll be like, oh yeah, this and that. And uh, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll get it right. But other times they're like, Steve, you're full of shit. <laughs> like you, you didn't get this. You need to redo your homework. Uh, and then I, uh, I go in, I, I reread, recheck. Um, and um, yeah, I, I figure it out. And, and that's the kind of um, um, learning um, moments that um, are very valuable to me. Um, and I can imagine it to be the same thing for, for other folks. So as long as we're sharing knowledge, um, everyone will benefit. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's an amazing point. Um, I wanna, how do you sell that more technical side, right? I feel you, it's really much easier to sell the... Um, the the content side of things or the growth side of things right mm -hmm. i can tell a, um i can tell a business owner hey if i do this for you you're gonna see x growth but what you're saying yeah i'm gonna go in there i'm gonna make sure you're not no indexing anything i'm gonna make sure that your canonical structure is healthy and blah 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 mm -hmm. and that will help you retain what you have and give you the foundation of of doing that growth that's a much to me maybe maybe i'm wrong that's a much more nuanced and much harder sell mm -hmm. yeah uh, I, I think it is. It is. Uh, so, so people are much more uh, focused on uh, growing. Uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm here. Um, like I, I don't know. I, maybe I've got 50k um, uh, visitors uh, a month organically, um, and I want to go double this within the next six to 12 months, for instance. Uh, so that's very obvious to people. But when you then explains, like, okay, but those 50k visitors can go down to 40, 30, 20. Um, so yeah, like if you mess up, that's going to have an impact. Um, and like, if you have good use cases, but especially if people been through this and they've gotten those sweaty palms and they were like, oh shit, this <laughs> is going to be bad. Like this, uh, like this issue has been in the site for a couple of weeks. I didn't notice like traffic started to drop. I thought it was just Google being Google, but actually it wasn't matter of was no index. Right. Um, yeah, that's, uh, and, and you can run uh, the numbers on that and see uh, what the 
damage of that was. Uh, so you could say that we're in the disaster prevention business. Right. Yeah. That's basically, that's basically what it is. Yeah. And, and it's really, I think it's a matter of, of being able to translate that and explain that to a business owner. So they understand that this does have real world consequences, even exactly. though it may not yeah. be as obvious as some other parts of SEO. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we try to make it tangible. Uh, and then, so for instance, if you're a, a, a publisher, uh, SEO is obviously very important to you. You want to make sure that your content pops on uh, up in, in Google News immediately. Uh, and you want to make sure that all of your previous content, which neatly interlinks with your newer content, just works. It's uh, crawled, it's indexed, it ranks, et cetera, et cetera. So if you explain to someone like that, it's like, um, you ask them, uh, what would happen if you uh, stop showing up in Google News for two days? Like how much would that hit your bottom line? Yeah. Um, and, and what if you start, uh, what if your rankings for these uh, topics that you're very authoritative for, uh, very dominantly ranking in Google, um, like what if those start slipping? It, yeah. I mean, for so news we, publishers, like that's huge. Huge. Yeah. If you don't yeah, find that right true. away, yeah, that's a really yeah. big problem because it's a day-to-day mm-hmm. business. Right? It the, is. It the is. content today is irrelevant tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a lot of cases, it is. It is. Yeah, and then when you look at ecom, it's like their store is their business. If anything's up on the store, it's going to affect our business. It's going to affect our revenue right away. Uh, so for, for them too, it's a no brainer to monitor what, whatever's going on. And then like, if you're running a mom and pop shop and you're doing like a thousand dollars in revenue a month, like it's not going to have as much of an impact, um, because a lot of that revenue will come through branding anyway. But if you're doing like a hundred, maybe 200,000 a month, like you, you definitely have something to lose. Uh, yeah. You got to be monitoring what you care about. Look, even even if you're a mom and pop site and you're 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 bringing in you know through search, a couple hundred bucks a month. If you're talking about something like just you know fixing a tag somewhere, it's not exactly labor intensive work. It's literally mm-hmm. like three seconds once you know it's there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, but you you got to know it's there and you got to know what to do. So it's like the, the story about uh, a train breaking down and a uh, uh, guy comes in, mechanic, uh, with a hammer and he just hits the, the, the train in one place and starts running again. And he sends a bill for a thousand euros. And um, like the, the train company says, okay, but it only took you two minutes. He said, yeah, that's right. But it took me 20 years to uh, take it, uh, to have me take it two minutes, right? So that's the the initial investment you make uh, needs to be accounted for as well. And like, not everyone's willing to do that. And frankly, not everyone has to in order to be able to run a business. Um, right. if, if it's like small and, and the stakes aren't that high. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of variations to, to get into. We can get into all of it, but we're at that point where I know my listenership drops off a cliff. So oh. yeah, that's like the 20, 25 minute mark. I would be angry at them, but I'm one of them. Like I just stopped listening to podcasts. There's one or two podcasts I'll like listen to all the way through. Uh-huh. But in general, I'm like a 20, 25 minute person. Okay. All right. Yeah, so is this the point where we start swearing? And, oh yeah. You want now. No one, no one. No one. Yeah. You can say you want. <laughs> <laughs> but, wait, but, but before everybody leaves, where can people find you? 
contactkingapp.com. Um, that's our, our site. Uh, and I'm not a hard person to find online. So if you Google for Stephen Van Bassem, um, you'll come across uh, uh, my content, uh, my personal site, LinkedIn profiles, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm an easy person to find. And we have a uh, special offer for the podcast listeners. If they go to contactingapp.com slash SEO rant with a T uh, at the ending, uh, they will get an extended trial to Content King to see what all this SEO monitoring business and alerting is all about. Very cool. Very cool. Um, with that, where can you find the SEO rant, which I totally botched and didn't say this in the beginning, but you can find the SEO rant at the SEO rant.com, a great podcast host. You can find it at Stitcher, at Stitcher, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, on iTunes, and wherever great mediocre and subpar podcasts are found. When does the next episode come out? Generally speaking, they come out weekly every Thursday, but there's no official set schedule. I do this on the side, so if I don't have time, I don't do an episode. So... As markety as this sounds, it does make sense to subscribe to the podcast wherever you consume your podcast. Again, thank you, Stephen, for coming on. And this was a lot of fun. And let's do it again sometime, man. Thank you very much for having me, Morgan. Take care. Sure. Toodles.